What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 32 of our podcast, Sippin' Sports, season two, episode two. We're back for another round. How we doing? We're doing okay. Yeah? Yep. Round two. Um, down bad a little bit from fantasy this week, so that's unfortunate. Down bad. I mean, I'm on sale. <laughs> Kind of should, should we give everybody a little update? No, you guys can go ask on your own time if you want to talk about fantasy. Uh, quick update: David is zero and six in fantasy. Yeah. Um, my team's five and one, currently top of the league, but I lost by point eight this week in rivalry week for me. Yeah, rivalry week. So it shows that you are beatable. So yeah, that was bad. It happens, but that's okay. Um, we'll we'll rally. Can only go up from losing unless you. Well, for Hopefully me, can for only you. go. I mean, or just put, stay the same. <laughs> I don't wonder if there's ever been anyone ever that's never won a fantasy football game in a. Well, I'm sure, but you could be the first. Could write the right history. Yep. Okay, let's get into it. What is your top moment in sports last week? Yeah. So Sunday, Carolina Panthers, who are notoriously bad, were playing the Rams, and Robbie Anderson, who apparently got into it with the coach got kicked out, or the coach asked him to leave the game, goes to the locker room, next day gets traded to the Cardinals. To be honest... Literally, like, next early next morning. Next morning. <laughs> yeah, the best. to be honest, for him, it's actually an upgrade. Oh, yeah. Carolina is so bad, and you're also living in Carolina, where, go live in Arizona. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful out there. Kyler yeah. Murray can chuck it around a few times. You don't have to be star of the show. You get warm weather. It's fun. Yeah. Housing market is... You, get, you can get a pretty decent house out there. Yeah, I think for his yeah his paycheck, he can probably get a decent house anywhere. But probably. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, not bad gig. That is a good move. It. Uh, well, I was in Seattle over the weekend, and I literally woke up to it. So that tells you how quickly he was traded. Oh yeah, I think he was probably truthfully traded like, right after the game. Yeah, they just couldn't solidify it. Probably after. probably at night because the Cardinals played at whatever yeah. three, the three o'clock games yeah to be honest it was it was almost probably like it was a fantasy commissioner move they just pushed it through they were like all right we're going yeah. through go through <laughs> push it through we don't care the cardinals play on thursday anyways yeah you gotta get crazy. them going nice uh my top moment was so the big upset of the weekend was tennessee beating alabama mm-hmm. and there's a picture after that happened i didn't realize it was so dark at the end of the game but it was like the dark skies and fireworks in like a sea of orange as the the fans rush rush the field yeah it was a pretty cool pick yeah it was sick i mean also they removed the goalposts and took them with yeah they threw it in the river oh they did yeah what's actually funny <laughs> is i saw a tweet too about that that was like tennessee brings in x amount of millions of dollars like a lot of money mm-hmm. and from they that start- one weekend no, just well, they're oh, a football in team general. in general, but okay. I would assume also from that one weekend. But yeah. then they said the team started a GoFundMe, or the director did to fund the goalposts. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it might. It must have been a joke. It must have been whatever. But that's dumb. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, what do you do when uh, when you beat Alabama and it probably hasn't happened in a long time? Then you just gotta celebrate accordingly. I support it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're what were they six? Uh, yeah. I think they were, yeah, they're six. They're six versus three, so Alabama was slightly lo- slightly down. Yeah, now they switched. Yep. So. Yep, we'll get into that a little bit later, though. Yeah. What's the Minnesota minute looking like? Yeah, we'll keep it quick. Vikings beat the Dolphins on the road, currently 5-1, and one, top of the north. Dominating. Play, uh, they actually don't have a game there out of bye next week. Go for football, unfortunately, had a tough loss to Illinois. Play primetime game again at Penn State Saturday night. Whiteout game. St. Thomas football is 5-1. and one. Wow. They beat Drake last week, and now they play Presbyterian away on Saturday. And then, as we all know, our other favorite sport, NBA, Timberwolves start Wednesday. Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, yeah. Season opener. Bang. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. In other news, also, Gophers got a 7-foot commitment, 4-star guy. Uh, yeah, that's big. Yeah, they said that was the highest ranked in like in, 28 years 18 yeah. or 28 it was since years since 2004 so 18 years yeah 18 years that's insane yeah makes sense though 
Did but, you see his uh, commitment video? No, but he looks like a goofy guy. <laughs> his, you should, uh, if you haven't looked up the commitment video, you should because it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. It was like so down to earth. I mean, he was talking about how he liked ants. Oh, so he's a weird guy. And he's a for sure weird guy. No, I think it'll be a good fit. He likes ants. He likes fishing. So that helps. Yeah. Um, Where is he from? He's from California. Oh, so he's coming. Okay. Yep. I believe California. Um, he in in the commitment video he said I used to get dunked on a lot, but now I do the dunking on or something along those lines. And uh, and then it has videos of him just like stretching out and dunking over like three people. Yeah, I mean he's seven feet tall. He's just an animal now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, love it. That'll be a good. Uh, good that'll be a good us. pickup. Yeah, about time. Um, okay, so getting into the betting recap. So, I mean, if you've been with us the last couple of weeks, well, there was a little bit of a break there, but the last couple of weeks, a lot of average, a lot of. Whoa, wait, wait. Last week before this one, I was like fourteen and seven. Yeah, I was about one or two, one or two weeks of yeah. not average. Yeah, hundred percent. But. Uh, this last week was average. The definition of average. Yeah, your last two weeks have been pretty good for you. Yeah, except for this lab, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so this week. So what we changed with uh, season two, I think that we mentioned it, but if we didn't, what we changed is we're only sticking with football and basketball in our picks as well. Mm-hmm. And so you might see there's some days that there aren't as many or there aren't any at all. Um Mainly up until this week, once the NBA starts going, there's going to be games every day, so there'll be possible picks each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on the Twitter for those Twitter, yeah, it's on Twitter, sipping sports. Um, but up until now, like specifically last week, there was a lot of days that didn't have any games, so we skipped what was we just it like loaded. Tuesday, Wednesday, we Tuesday, up. Wednesday, we skipped for sure. Saturday, Sunday were a um, lot of games, a lot of games on Saturday, Sunday, which is what we want, right? Big right. bet slips. Uh, so we can win a lot of money. But anyways, so that trims down the pick categories. So David was 10 and 11 overall, mm-hmm. um, and he was 5 and 7 NBA in NFL. NFL. Yeah. 5 and 7 NFL, which means he was 5 and 4 NCAA football. Yeah, not bad. Average, a little below average. Yeah. And then myself, I was 10, 10, and 1, so literally average. Um, and I was 5 and 8 NFL and 5, 2, and 1 NCAA football. Yeah. There it is. But we, we did realize the prop bets were not hitting this weekend. Sunday was a tough day. Rough we rode day. a high Saturday, and hopefully. Yeah, Sunday. Saturday was very good for both of us. Yeah. Um, Sunday was not the best so that's okay we're uh gonna keep rolling though so nba we'll be back starting up yep all right let's hit this beer and seltzer review and then we'll just keep on chugging yeah so we got this time we got the it's called the nice breaker it's from grain belt pineapple mango so it's made in minnesota nice it says be friendly please recycle it's from august shell brewing in New Ulm, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Grain Belt. Oh, yeah. Mango flavor. Mm. You know whose favorite beer is Grain Belt. Oh, the LD. Yep. Oh, I knew that. Our beer we are drinking today is Oktoberfest German-style lager from Ska Brewing. Ska? Where's that at? Um, it's in Durango, Colorado. Ooh. Ska Brewing Company. Ska, S-K-A? Yep. Wow, interesting name. Yeah, and it's got a a person riding a donkey? Animal. I don't know what that is, dude. That kind of looks like the a dragon horse? from Shrek. It's like a angry horse. Yeah. And then the person has a skull that it's holding in its hand. Interesting. So, yeah, very interesting Uh Nice selection, yeah. Cool colors, like the little checkered board look. 
Yeah, it stands out. What kind of beer was it? Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest. Yep. It's a German-style lager. Huh. German-style lager. All right. Fire it up. So it's the pineapple mango. Kind of a clean-looking can. A little checkerboard at the bottom. Not a whole lot, but pineapple and mango. Yeah, well, what do you what do you smell more of? Uh, to be honest, I think the mango. But I, it just smells like a normal seltzer, to be honest. Yeah, I get the mango more too. Oh, something hits you when you take a sip, though. Definitely tastes more than it smells. You know how we've had the reversal. Definitely tastes. more than it smells mm. a little more carbonated too but i don't know i'll say this we did those two the last two weeks we did the bolos mm-hmm. brought those to a little get together on saturday people love them yeah people loved them that's good yeah i mean they're, they're more like sours i think that's the difference they have the more flavor they were sours yeah i can't really taste a distinct pineapple or a distinct mango, to be honest. But I don't think they're bad. I just think this tastes like your average seltzer to me. I think it tastes like a flat water <laughs> with a, a little flat water. Yeah. So I think there's a little carbonation in there. Definitely doesn't have like a lot. Like it does, it's not going to kill you with flavor. It's got a hint, some would say, of the flavor. But okay, whenever you're ready. I got it at a five four. Mm. I'm going five two. Oh, I thought you were gonna say five four two. No, slightly less. Yeah, slightly less. Not terrible, just average. Won't blow you out of the water. It kind of yeah, it kind of just like oh, I'm drinking this, and I don't feel one way or the other. Well, so. it doesn't have like you can't you couldn't tell. Me, there's nobody that could tell me that this was pineapple or mango flavored. Well, I would hope that nobody would also tell you that it's their favorite seltzer because there's... Yeah, we got some unique people so out there. Though. Yeah, dude, people like weird stuff, but... I mean, like I said, if you get them or you try them, you try them. I wouldn't rush out to the store to get them. Yeah, if you have one on hand or somebody offers yeah. you a drink. I mean, I think it's just kind of Green Belt's way of saying, hey, hey we got to get in the industry somehow. Yeah. The we're in the world. seltzer game. Yeah, we're in the seltzer game. <laughs> All right. German-style lager, Oktoberfest. Okay. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good for a lager. <laughs> Which is saying a lot. Cause, hmm. Hmm. Okay. 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 Let me get one more little taste there. Hmm. I think it's, you got yours down? Yep. I'm going to say it's at my threshold. I'm going to say it's around a 5.8. Five, 5.8. Eight. Five, eight. Yes. What threshold is this? For the lager threshold. Would I have two? Maybe. But I just don't know. Depends on mood I feel. I really don't. I mean, it doesn't, for me, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't blow me out of the water. It's kind of similar so the first Oktoberfest we had the first week, it was like, oh, it's not bad, but it's not something I would pick and be like, okay. Gotcha. Let's get it. I'm giving it a 6-6. Six, 6-6. Six. Six, six. Yeah. It's better than the last couple that we've had. Um, I think it's a pretty solid Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't like blow you out of the water in terms of just like, oh, that was so creamy or <laughs> like no, smooth yeah 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 um what <laughs> or like it, it wasn't just like i don't know the smoothest 
No, it wasn't like the, what are they, the stouts. The nitros. Yeah, the nitros. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't, it didn't have like a terrible aftertaste or it wasn't super dry or anything like that. No. Which I think is important. Yeah. It's not hard to drink. And I don't like dry. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like sometimes we've had a few too, where it's like you take a sip and it's like, oh my God, it's like hard to swallow down because it's like, oh, that was so bad. Yeah. And those ones you just put right back on but yep. so not bad those are our reviews Decent. okay yeah, so seltzer grain belt pineapple mango five four for dave five two for me yes sir oktoberfest from ska brewing five eight for dave six six for me that's your review folks all right there we go bang bang let's go into the ncaa football top 10 wow a lot of change-ups yeah a lot of change-ups but this is why we watch. This is why college football is college football. What are the change-ups? So you have Alabama's out or not? Oh, we're talking top ten or top five. Whatever. Well, because so now you have desires. your top five is you have Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. I think Clemson's in there. Clemson's number five, and then Michigan's, Michigan's four. four. Yep. Said this last week. Michigan is very good at football. They are very good. They made Penn State look not very good. Yeah. So Michigan has Michigan. I think you can almost book it now and come back to this episode. Michigan will play Ohio State in the championships, in the Big Ten championship. But beyond that's not possible. Wait, what? It's not possible for them to play in the Big Ten championship. They're both on the same side. Oh, I'm saying they'll play in the game leading up to the Big Ten championship. Winner will go to the Big Ten championship, and winner will be the Big Ten champion. Yeah, whoever wins that game between yeah that side is yes yeah yeah. So, with that being said, it's like now you kind of look at it. Like, I think obviously the big game was like... Can I ask you you a question before we get into the rest of it? Yeah. If you had to pick who is going to play one of those teams in the Big Ten Championship, who do you Mm. think that is (laughs) currently? (laughs) Um, There's not a good option. (laughs) um, Man. Uh... My heart says Minnesota, but my head says absolutely not. Um, I don't know. That's <laughs> there isn't I a good mean, option. What do you got? Illinois? No, I think they're in the East. They're in ours. They're in the West. They are. Yeah, they're the top. Them Purdue. Um, no, I don't know. That's so hard. I think. Illinois is probably your best bet. Purdue hasn't looked terrible. I think if Purdue wins again next week, they they could possibly be ranked in the 20s. But I don't know. Illinois' quarterback's pretty good. Their running back is very good. I don't know. That's hard. I would have to go with Illinois if I was to pick a team. I mean, our, our side is just brutal. Just lacking. I mean, here's the deal. So Purdue plays Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana. So if they beat Illinois, then chances are they're probably going to be pretty set. Yeah. I mean, the thing is what's crazy is, so then you have Illinois that plays Nebraska. Yeah. Should win. They have to play Michigan. They have to play at Michigan. Yeah. But here's my thing. is this game right here. That should should determine it no matter because if illinois can win that game and then even if they lose to michigan i think they still go to the yeah i mean how can you you lost to michigan who will be a top 10 team yeah it's wild that nebraska is two and two now. in third place yeah, <laughs> i mean that they, they do play like the hardest teams yeah in i mean they play at michigan illinois and then Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, which are the three yeah, I, typical bigger dogs. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know. It'll okay. be interesting. I mean, who do you, so here's the thing. Ohio State, Michigan. Who do I have? Yeah, who, would, who do you think will go? Oh, Ohio State. You think Ohio State will? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why they get all the five stars. Yeah, Michigan just finds ways to win. Yeah, but when they play each other, I know that Michigan won last year, didn't they? But it will be a good state. game. It will be a good game. I mean, that should be. Uh, so I mean, they've all, both almost scored three hundred points, and they've both given up less than a hundred. So 
pretty dominant performances so far. Michigan's given up 85. Ohio State's given up 94. Oh, yeah. Michigan scored 299. Ohio State scored 293. Yeah. I mean, they both have great play. I mean, Michigan's running back is top-notch. Ohio State's quarterback, top-notch. I mean, they're just good teams. But All right. Anyways, back to the top 10. What were you saying? I think Tennessee's very good. I mean, and I wasn't even just given, but I'm saying like... I oh, you mean the team that just beat pause, 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 pause. None of us even mentioned Tennessee in the SEC. No. Not one of us mentioned, shouting coming from our expert Andrew Paul, me or you, mentioned Tennessee. Did they start the season ranked or no? I do not know. But this Tennessee quarterback is the real deal. Their defense isn't great, but this quarterback can play and they have well, their new coach. <laughs> they gave up 49 points. Well, yeah, he gave a 49 points to an Alabama team who averages probably 40 points a game. Probably. That was literally, it's the same thing that's going to happen with Alabama whenever they play a top team. Seems like they just, you have to outscore the other team. Every game is going to be within one, one possession. Nobody was picking those defenses in a fantasy matchup. That would be a bad choice. Yeah, I think here's the thing is I think somehow. But they did have a uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown, so that could help. Yeah, it could help. That was bad. They also had an interception, which is very uncommon for that quarterback, but... I think it's crazy. I think you have now them in the discussion. It's like we all thought Alabama was going to be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's still plenty of time. Yeah. For Pretty Alabama. 100%. You, you know. Have to take down the big dog. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Going to have to now. Well, that's the thing about Tennessee is they're on Georgia's side. 100%. Which they do play. In a couple weeks. Yeah. I think the uh, big game, too, for Alabama will be Ole Miss. I mean, look at look at Tennessee's schedule. They played Pitt when they were 17, Florida 20, LSU 25, Alabama 3, and then looking ahead, Kentucky's 19, Georgia's 1. I mean, welcome to the SEC. Yeah. I mean, the SEC has six teams that are ranked in the top 25. But they, LSU's potential. They do, and easier so like if they beat georgia then they got a cakewalk the rest of the way yeah well we thought they have to play missouri missouri could be the kryptonite they almost beat georgia you never know you never know in the sec you never know i think you do know i don't know and see it'll be interesting i mean there's a lot of teams that putting up some big fights so all right well you got um you got alabama they play they still have Ole Miss. That's probably their toughest game. I think at LSU is a decent, tough game. I think they'll take care of business. But, yeah, I do think Ole Miss is their hardest game. I mean, Auburn's not a, not a, they're not good anymore. No. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think it's one of those things where it's good to see some change up and good to see all this stuff. So, we'll wait and see. I think Tennessee deserves to be in the top five for sure. I yeah. think the teams that's quietly going. You got Clemson, who's kind of just going. Continuing to play solid football. Uh-huh. They have a tougher matchup this week against... Solid, Syracuse. but keeping games close. Yeah, not blowing out teams like they probably should, but winning games. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, well, who else? You got Ole Miss. They're pretty good. Yeah, I think Ole Miss is pretty good. I think Ole Miss plays that style of football with Lane Kiffin that's kind of just run and gun, and they're just going to go for it on fourth downs. They're going to do... And they just go so fast. They go so fast. That's just what they do. And that's kind of how Tennessee played with their new coaches. They just play this run and gun, and they just go, we're going to score 50 points. Yeah. If you score 51, you beat us. If you don't, you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the team that will be interesting for a good matchup will be TCU this week. They're number eight. They play at home against Kansas State. Kansas State's a good team. They're going through quite the gauntlet here. Yeah. Dude, they played Kansas, then Oklahoma State, now Kansas State. Yeah, dude, they're good. Kansas State is good. They have to still play Texas and at Baylor. TCU is good. TCU, well, Kansas State and TCU are both good. Yeah, I know. I thought Oklahoma State was gonna get it done. Yeah, dude. I don't know. They should have. I mean, they were. Dying but that was the first half. Yeah. Well, that was locked in at what is it? Plus six and a half. Yeah. Six and a half something. Easy. Easy money. So, what about game of the week? What do you got? Um, why don't you go first this week? Yeah, I'll go first. I got, obviously, the boys. It's also my lock of the week. UCLA at Oregon. UCLA 
plus six. Oh, okay. wait, are we going game of the week? Well, or I just did both of mine because they were the same thing. That's my game of the week, and that's my lock of the week. UCLA is good at football. And what are they? Plus what? six. That's crazy. Yeah. Plus six. Nine versus ten. They haven't lost. Oh. Plus six. Plus six. I don't I don't know. I don't know how these It's a mid afternoon game. Yeah. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay. I think uh okay, well I'm gonna have different games and locks of the week. My lock of the week is Ole Miss plus one and a half at LSU. I think Ole Miss is rolling and their offense is going to be too much for LSU to keep up with. Yeah, LSU's looked good last week against Florida. Yeah, but, but it's also Florida. Ah, the Gators are decent. They're up and they're very up and down. Yeah, I think. I think what's crazy is LSU is five and two in the SEC West, and you just don't hear about them. No, they just don't. No, I mean if they if they somehow do beat. At home against Ole Miss. I think that's what kind of gives them a little advantage or a little bit closer. They'd probably jump to the high teens, I think. Yeah, high teens. Like 16 to 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. If they win, they'll probably jump that far. Because you got to think, let's see here. They're probably just outside the top 25 yeah. currently. Oh, yeah, they got to be a close team. Yeah, for sure, 100%. We'll see what happens, though. That should be a good game. I mean, LSU is a tough place to play. It's always been. Yeah. So... But it's not a night game, which helps. Yeah. Um, and then for game of the week, I think the game of the week is going to be... Um, hmm. I think that it's going to be Oklahoma State, Texas. Could be a good game. I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how they play. I think Oklahoma State's good. Their quarterback, Sanders, is good. Yep. Texas obviously needs... I think it'll be high scoring, which to me makes it a good game because it's exciting and interesting to watch. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. The other game that I was thinking about was TCU Kansas State, but I think Kansas State's defense is a little bit better. So it could be a little bit more low scoring than um, originally thought. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Also, another good game to watch will be Minnesota at Penn State. Bounce back. (laughs) <laughs> yep that's true okay um do you want to go to nfl next yeah let's bounce out okay what uh what did we see from week six yeah i think what's crazy is you look at it the buccaneers are kind of lost right now tom's yelling at everybody on the bench tom's yelling at whoever tom brady um when he can't even show up to the walkthrough on friday yeah that's that to me it's just like i get it and you're trying to control it but dude you didn't really prepare like you normally prepare like that to me is just bad and then you hear about that stuff and i don't know he's kind of becoming a little bit of a distraction i think and then you have i mean he's easily their best option so i mean as long as he's in the league whoever whatever team he's on he's playing it's yeah. Tom Brady. Never good when you lose to Trubisky, though. No, Trubisky, and then, yeah, you just don't look very good. Um, <laughs> Anyways. But I think what else we learned is the Eagles are very legit. That was a tough matchup against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts has to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And then my last thing is the Packers stink. Sorry, the Packers stink. You guys stink. Is it the Packers stink, or is it that the Jets are maybe better than everybody thought? I do think the Jets are pretty good. I think it's just crazy to me because it's like, you're the Packers. You just paid Aaron Jones a good amount of money. A.J. Dillon's a good running back. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Jones should play all the time, still. All the time. He's your best option to catch the ball and run the ball. As long as, And also, you don't. you obviously see that... Aaron Rodgers isn't really in sync with all these receivers. Yeah, that's obvious. So it's like, why not play Aaron Jones every possession then with A.J. Dillon? They started doing that at the beginning of the year. I just think it's like it's falling apart. And I mean, that's a tough game. At Lambeau, that was almost like a guarantee. They were 10-point, fa- 7-point favorites? It was, was like 7 or 8. It was a lot. It was almost a guarantee win, and you just can't lose at Lambeau. But They got dominated. Yeah. But like you said, I think the Jets are 
Well, right? it was people three think. to three at halftime. Yeah, which and is then the recipe to how to beat the Packers is low scoring. Low scoring, especially in the first half, and then they open it up in the second half a little yeah, bit more. Usually, but they just never opened it up. What about you? What'd you see? Um, I think that the 49ers need their guys back on defense. They got kind of dominated against the Falcons. So they need to get their guys back healthy on the defensive side. Um, I think that's kind of their kryptonite all the time. It's like everyone always talks about, oh, Jimmy G's so bad. Oh, Jimmy G's this. And I'm not saying Jimmy G's going to go win you a game, but like their offense is built to run and like do a lot of motions and stuff, and then they're built on their defense. That's how they made it so far. What was it, a couple years ago? They made it to the championship game. Yep. Before the Super Bowl. I mean, they, that's just how they built. That's how they built. Yeah. So. Um, the other thing is the Giants keep finding a way to win. I don't know. That's kind of surprising, I think. Yeah. Well, I think you're starting to see now what a healthy Saquon Barkley can do. Yeah. This is what people thought he could do when he obviously was playing first or whatever. Well, he's he's still not super healthy because he, looks he keeps healthy. his shoulder keeps yeah. working it on the sideline. But I mean yeah. it's wild that the Jets and the Giants are what 9 and 3 overall. Yeah. So far? Yeah, I mean it's kind of wild when you look. I don't know if anybody could have predicted that. No. I think it's just some of these teams I don't know injuries are kind of becoming a big thing. But it's like you look at these things and even they were showing an interview at the end of the game with Saquon and the guy was like, oh yeah, you popped your shoulder out at like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. How'd you battle through? He goes, well, I don't even remember that. I kind of blacked out and I just played. <laughs> That's what he said literally to the guy. Really? And the guy was like, oh, nice. But you watch him. He's back to his old thing where they'll hand it off on the goal line and he'll like Superman jump to the end zone. Mm-hmm. People don't do that now because they're worried about getting smacked or doing whatever. This Probably. man does it all the time. Yeah. He's a freak. Um, the last thing that I'll say is it seems like there is a lot of parody, or if not parody, then a lot of like teams that we think are supposed to play a lot better than they should, and then they lose. For example, everybody thought the 49ers were going to beat the Falcons. Everybody thought the Packers were going to beat the Jets. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought that the... Ravens were going to beat the Giants. The Buccaneers going to beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals probably going to beat the Seahawks. Yeah, Cardinals are very. The Cardinals are bad though. Right, and so like all of these games that people thought were going to be on the flip side ended up being a loss for the favorite. Yeah, I think there's a lot of games like that. I think what's kind of crazy now is I know we're already six weeks in, so I don't want to keep saying like it's early. But it's like you look at a lot of these records and like some of these teams that are three and three, like the Bengals, the Ravens, like they've lost some of these close games on questionable decisions. Mm-hmm. I think come week seven, eight, nine, ten, and move, they'll kind of distinguish themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of just obvious. Like the Bills are obviously the front runner to win the Super Bowl still. Yep. Kansas City Chiefs played, that was a good game against the Bills, but you could, they kind of showed their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know. You kind of look in like the Eagles. Defense is good. Offense is obviously very good. I mean, the Buccaneers are kind of back to reality. I think they'll figure it out. Um, But like you said, I think it's just hard because a lot of these teams we projected to be pretty well or everyone was talking about like the Rams. They're bad. The Rams are bad. Well, there's only three teams that are five and one and then one team is six and oh. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think you could have told me at the beginning of the year. And I would have said yes that the Vikings would be five and one. I don't even think I would have said that. The Vikings I think that we would have said five. Giants. I said I think we would have been happy with four and two or three and three. The Vikings, Giants, and Bills are the three and or the five and one teams, and the Eagles are six and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I think people would say top the Bills, four. The Bills for sure, sure. Oh, and their 100%. one loss was an insane game to the Dolphins, so they could be six and zero. Oh. Yeah. But then you look at it like, let's be honest, with the Vikings and the Giants, and I know we have all those people that are like, oh. Vikings haven't looked good. They've just kind of come up. I don't give a shit. Sorry for my language. <laughs> winning a game is winning a game. Like, we all sit here and we all criticize them because we're like, oh, last year we would have been complaining. Oh, we never win those close games. We're finally winning the close games. Yeah, people are, are still like, close games. People are still like, oh, dude, we're not winning them great. Who cares? Yeah. 
yeah, they're frustrating to watch. Yeah, you'll get a heart attack if you're old enough. And you're old and you're watching these games on Sunday. It's frustrating and you're sweating. But we win. It's fun to watch. We actually finally are like putting a product out on the field where it's like, hey, I'm happy with what we're doing. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. If uh, if you think that the Vikings are winning the close games, our point differential is 21. The Giants, who are also 5-1, and one, like we mentioned, their point differential is 14. 100%. So there's seven less. They've won five games in their point differentials plus 14. Right. No, 100%. Well, I think it helps. I think it helps the first week playing the Packers and kind of dominating. Dominating. But then the next, well, we lost to the Eagles, got dominated. But then after that, it's like the next three games were all within a touchdown. Yeah. And then, granted, we looked good against the Dolphins. and Yeah, sure. So. All right. Well, uh, we're let's go to what? The Eliminator pick? Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, good week for the people that are left. Yeah, so what? We got four people left yeah, we going got, into this week. Yeah, we got Charles, Primer, John Fox, Andrew Paul. Unfortunately, our buddy Mitch just never put in a pick, which is a loss. So, hey. unfortunate. But we're coming down to it. I mean, you look at these teams. All four of them have picked the Bills. Mm-hmm. All four of them. No, three of the four have picked the Bills. Well, yeah. Three of the four picked the Rams. I, I don't know if we should tell them. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I guess it, it doesn't matter. You can't pick them. It incentivizes them to listen to the podcast. Here's the thing: is and then all of them, all of them, every single one of them has picked the Packers. Yeah. Well, now we go. It's a tough week coming up, so see what happens. Yeah. So who are you picking this week? Well, I'm not in anymore. You're you're the one that's left, so you can pick first. I lost last week with oh. the Bucks, which was almost a guarantee, which oh, is yeah. embarrassing. But they lost. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, let's see here. Why is this not loading? All right, I'm gonna go with the. Ugh, I don't really like a lot of these. Um, I'll go. So you you know the teams you picked? So 49ers, Packers, Ravens, Browns, Bucks, Vikes. Yeah. So if one of those was the one you're gonna pick, you can't pick. No, I wasn't going to. Um, I'm gonna pick the Patriots. Patriot Monday night. Yeah. Against Chicago. Yep. There it is. That's what I'm picking. And I'm gonna take the Ravens over the Browns. Oh. Yeah. I think it's a bounce back game. Actually, both teams could be a bounce back game, but I think the Ravens will come play. Oh, for the Browns could be a bounce back too. Yeah. I mean, I think Ravens means more, but. It's true. So, don't get your picks in Thursday, U4. Yep. Best of luck, week seven. Yeah, we're getting down to it. Yeah, it's some would say it's the nitty-gritty time, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's the fun time, so. All right, let's chat NBA a little bit. Well, we got our lock of the week first. Oh, for what, NFL? Yeah. Oh. You want me to go first? Yeah. Oh. Chargers. I don't care what the spread is with the Chargers <laughs> game. Right now, when we're recording this, it's six and a half. I don't care if it goes up to ten. They're going to win by ten. Over the Seahawks. You can't have Justin Herbert throw the ball 57 times last game and not score, a t- not throw a touchdown pass. Sorry. Can't. Can't happen. And Keenan Allen's coming back. So how many do you think that he throws this week? Three. Three. And I think they score I think they score 35 points. Okay. So That means Austin Eckler gets at least one on the ground. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> My lock of the week for NFL is Chiefs minus three against the 49ers. Bounce back game. Chiefs. Yeah, bounce back. They'll be just fine. The San Francisco defense is hurt. They're not, they did not look good at all against mm-hmm. the Falcons this last week. Yeah, so It's a tough loss, yeah. They'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. And three points, I think that's easy money right yeah it'll be interesting to see if when those defensive guys come back because they need them they need them badly yeah we also have to do um our fantasy picks oh yeah i got mine okay so who's ready to roll so wait 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 wait, wait. i know naram likes to do this i was two and one last week naram was one and two he always likes to call me out but i was two and one so So shout out me to me josh allen austin eckler (laughs) two and one Cooper Cup didn't score a touchdown, even though we guaranteed him a touchdown. (laughs) 
But and, okay. And so, do you want the overall records for sure. the fantasy sure. picks? Smash, smash, not pass. What is that? Is that what we're gonna call it? Smash, not smash, pass. don't pass. So David's overall record for fantasy smash don't pass is eight and ten. Pretty close to five hundred. Pretty <laughs> decent. I think I have. Oh, I think I've gone one and two almost every week. Pretty much. Week. Pretty much. Um, and then my record for NFL smash don't pass is eleven and seven. There it is. So I'm three games better. It's close. That could change in a heartbeat. That's 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 within striking distance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, who's your quarterback that's gonna do it? Joe Burrow, eighteen point nine fantasy points. He's back. The offense is back. The fellas are playing well. The wide receivers are healthy. Everyone's healthy. They play the Falcons here. It should be a good game for Joe Burrow. Hmm. Um, I'm going with Tom Brady. He's projected 17.1. Everybody saw how pissed he was last week. Well, they play the Carolina Panthers, and that's Oof. all that you need for a positive regression to the mean. Yeah. Carolina Panthers' defense is decent, but yes. They're decent, but at the same time, they got all the weapons. They're getting healthy. Yeah, th- this would make Tom the, will figure it out. Yeah, if they lose to I'm not saying. And he doesn't have a wedding on Friday night this week. So, well, we don't know. You don't know the schedule. Um, he might pop up. Somewhere. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, but he won't make that mistake. They also can't go three and four, so he has to have a good game. Yep. Um, he'll be just fine. My running back is the man, the myth, the legend, Alvin Kamara. Projected 18 points. Thursday night, Arizona Cardinals should be hopefully just a back and forth game. I mean, you, when you play the Arizona Cardinals, you know you're going to get four more possessions because they go so fast on offense. So he's starting to catch the ball. He's had nine catches the last two games. So. Alvin Kamara. Nine catches total or nine catches each catches game? Each. Nine catches each game. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, my running back is Travis Etienne. He's scored over 10 points both of the last two games. Um, and the Jaguars play the Giants, who are, like we mentioned, slightly better than we thought they were going to be. Um, so it's probably going to mean a little bit more of a catch up or neutral game script which means james robinson get out the way travis Etienne is here yeah catch a couple balls it only needs like 40 50 yards rushing if you catch a couple balls when the projection is only 10.9 yeah oh yeah so my wide receiver alan lazard 12.5 is his average or 12.5 is his projection his average as the last five weeks has been over 15 all he does is catch touchdowns. All he does, obviously, Aaron Rodgers isn't very comfortable with any, anyone besides maybe Robert Tunyon. Maybe. He was comfortable with Randall Cobb, except he's hurt now. <laughs> Thank you. So you took the words out of my mouth. It yeah. doesn't matter. If the guy's hurt, he's not on the field. That's so, true. Alan Lazard, 12.5. Smash it. What is it? Smash? Smash, smash. don't pass. Smash, don't pass. Yep. Okay. Um, my pass catcher is Rondale Moore. He's projected 11.5, and unfortunately for my fantasy squad, Hollywood Brown is hurt for the foreseeable future. But DeAndre Hopkins is back. DeAndre Hopkins is back, but nobody knows how good of shape he's going to be. They play Thursday night. They likely won't be able to get Robbie Anderson fully up to speed with the playbook and everything, which means they got to throw it to somebody. So that means Rondell Moore. He'll probably have like seven catches for 45, 50 yards, but seven catches for 50 yards, that's, that's 12 the projection points. right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which would mean that he's smashing. Yeah. There we go. Bang. Nice. Okay. So done with the NCAA football, done with NFL. NBA started this week. Um, so we got our draft to do yeah um oh, yeah. for the nba champions picks we did the same thing with nfl so go check out that episode yep but yes so let's just roll into it yeah go for it. we gotta flip the five teams snake draft bang yeah and this is basically a bet to see who has the 
team that is going to win the NBA championship. Yep, so we won't know this for a while. But don't forget. But we'll still have you bet on it. Yeah. All right. Um, you can call it yeah. this time. Heads. All right. You win. What is it, heads? Yep. First or second? I'll go second. Okay. I'm going to go with the... Mm, I'm going to go with the... Uh, I gotta think of my strategy here. I'm gonna go with the Warriors. The Warriors. So your strategy was. What was your strategy? Or just I can't can't reveal it until after the draft. I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Bucks. I always feel like they're kind of close. Then I'm also gonna go with the Boston Celtics. Okay. I'll go with the 76ers. Ooh. Yep. The fellas. Um, the 76ers and the Clippers. Clippers. Nice. Mm-hmm. There it is. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns, and I'm going to go with the, I don't like this pick, but Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> this is the year they all play 20 games together. I don't Mark know. Mark my words. I don't know. Just 20, though. That was best round. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Okay, so these are my last two picks. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go with the. Ah, I'll go with the Grizzlies. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, at this point of the draft, you kind of are just picking randomly. I don't like the Grizzlies, though. Yeah, yeah but there's not a lot of, like, easy picks. You well, know? yeah. Like, I would, say, I would say the top four in the East are, like, clearly the four that have already been taken. I think clearly the top seven teams that have probably the best odds are literally part of the seven that were taken. So, yeah, you're picking from Strauss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last pick is going to be the... I'll go with the Nuggets. Mm. Yep. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm going T-Wolves. Gang, gang. Okay. That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. I would be okay losing this if they won. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That would burn the city down. Yeah. Um, top two things you're looking at for as the NBA season starts, go. Top two things I'm looking for? Yeah. Well, I think the return of John Wall. My guy, number one. I think the Clippers actually would be pretty good. I think you look at it. That is such a random top thing. What do you mean? That's top two. I I know. I just think that that's like a crazy, like, the top. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Clippers in general do. I mean, you guys have pretty good players. You guys have, I mean, Kawhi Leonard should be back eventually unless he's going to take every other day off. I think. No, he's back. Yeah, here we go. I mean, here's the thing also. I think when you look at it. I think um, it'll be interesting. I think there's a lot of good young talent, but I also oh, I also think it'll be just interesting to see how they gel together. So, okay, so you had um, John, John Wall with Clash slash Clippers. Yeah. And my second thing is it'll be interesting to see how the Timberwolves, being a hometown guy, progress with Rudy Gobert. 
I think it'll be interesting to see how they use, obviously, how Carl Anthony Towns adapts to it. I think it should open up with a bigger lineup. With a bigger lineup, he doesn't have shoot to shoot more threes. He oh, yeah, already shoots so many. Well, keep him going because he won't have to go down low. He's not really the most manly man. He's kind of not really wanting to bang I mean, down low. So I don't know if we have to bring his manliness into it. One hundred percent. He's a center that doesn't go down low. One hundred percent. But now he's not a center. That's what I'm saying. This year is different. That's why <laughs> I would love to see the progression. Yeah, that's fair. Did you want to know my two? Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say the top thing I'm looking for, I think it'll be interesting to watch the MVP race unfold as the season goes on. I mean, the last year, um, who won it? Jokic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jokic won it. Embiid was second for like the second year in a row. So is it going to be dominated by big men, or does Luka have a chance to sneak in there and take take the uh take the mvp trophy i don't know we'll see um so i think keeping an eye on the mvp race will be the most interesting luca is the favorite is he going into the season yeah plus four see, there you go um well i think jamal murray being back for the nuggets actually brings Jokic down a little bit oh 100 yeah yeah because he won't have to do everything um Second thing, I think it'll be interesting to watch. Um, well, it seemed like there was a lot of teams that thought they were going to be good last year, but then had injuries, and so they weren't, a.k.a. the Lakers are the first that come to mind. The Nuggets are probably second that come to mind. And so watching those two teams as they get their guys back, supposedly healthy to start the year, how they look in the grand scheme of those two, the Western Conference. Yeah. I think it's hard with the Lakers because the Lakers, obviously age plays a factor, but they've always, those three guys, well, maybe not Russell Westbrook, but LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I don't think have played a full season in the last six years. LeBron's pretty durable, actually. He's durable, but he's got to take his time off, which is fine. But it's hard when you're the only guy then, and I don't know how Russell Westbrook really fits into them. I think he's... No, he doesn't really fit in. But the problem is they're paying him too much that they can't unload him. Oh, 100%. But I also think it'll be interesting, fun, but not a fun fact, but just interesting, how the Warriors now go. Obviously, the big story getting punched in the face by Draymond. Not great for the offseason. Mm-hmm. be interesting. They paid a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, they did. So They just keep shelling out the money. Yeah. What? Yeah. I guess 150 mil is the minimum. Nothing. <laughs> it ain't nothing but yeah it'll be interesting to see so all right cool well that's uh what is it episode two season two yeah episode 32 overall nice so all right peace see ya